Energy giant AGL is holding its annual general meeting today and the result will have ramifications for Australia's energy market. Billionaire Mike Cannon-Brooks is on the brink of installing four independent directors to the company's board. MOVE is designed to speed up AGL's move out of coal-fired power into renewable energy and it has the backing of major investors who want to see rapid change. For more on this, I spoke earlier with our senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, how likely is it that Mike Cannon-Brooks will succeed in shaking up the AGL board? Well, Sabra, it's shaping up as another victorious milestone for Mike Cannon-Brooks at AGL's annual general meeting in Melbourne this morning. In the lead-up, shareholders, big and small, have been furiously lobbied from both sides for their votes. AGL Chair Patricia McKenzie wants shareholders to back the current board and their recently updated strategy for an accelerated exit from all coal-fired power generation by 2030. Now, that's ambitious, but not fast enough for Mike Cannon-Brooks, who bought just over 11% of AGL earlier this year to become the energy giant's single biggest owner, his earlier unsolicited takeover bid having been rejected. But AGL now has a few vacancies on the board after that buying spree forced the departures of Chief Executive Graeme Hunt and Chairman Peter Botton. So now Mike Cannon-Brooks is backing four independent candidates big names with significant energy credentials, including the former chairman of the Energy Security Board, Kerry Schott. Shareholders are being told new blood in the boardroom is what AGL needs instead of more of the same. And Bryn O'Brien, Executive Director at the Australasian Centre for Corporate Responsibility, says today's AGM could be a game-changer. This is an absolutely pivotal moment in AGL's history and in the history of decarbonisation in Australia. At least three of the four independent directors that have been nominated by the company's largest shareholder, which is Grot Ventures, will get elected. So we really do see the election of these directors as a likely transformative moment in the company's history and also in the country's decarbonisation trajectory. AGL's already had significant boardroom upheaval this year, much of it due to the influence of Mike Cannon-Brooks ownership. So why does AGL need more independence or governance in the boardroom? Well, AGL just simply needs more ambition. So we think at this moment in time, given that the challenge ahead of AGL is so very large, more hands, not less, more experience, not less, more familiarity with the energy transition will really serve the company and serve shareholder interests. AGL's already said that they're planning to accelerate the closure of coal-fired stations uh, to 2035. Do you think by getting these additional independent directors into the AGL boardroom that that can be accelerated? Yeah, uh, AGL has badly, badly underestimated the the pace of change uh, in the past and an enormous amount of shareholder value has been destroyed. So we think a transition board with new skills and talent will really serve the interests of shareholders which are aligned with rapid transformation. It's Bryn O'Brien, Executive Director of the Australasian Centre for Corporate Responsibility, speaking there with Peter Ryan. And Peter, if Mike Cannonbrook succeeds in getting his candidates elected, will other directors face the axe? Well, Sabra, the influence of new independent directors could shake up the company and force the exit of AGL's interim chief executive, Damien Nix. But much of the focus will be on the future of AGL chair, Patricia McKenzie, whose management of the transition and shareholder expectations have been criticised and she could find herself out of a job if Mike Cannon-Brooks ends the day victorious. But also faster change in the race to renewables at the 175-year-old AGL will set the scene for the rest of the energy sector in getting out of fossil fuels. That's Chief Business Correspondent.
Peter Ryan.